Hey, another outside the box, messing with your mind. Today's topic is election meddling. Suitcases with cash, computer hacking, false stories on social media, propaganda broadcasts, whispered rumors. It sounds like a B-movie or Russian meddling in the 2016 and probably 2018 U.S. elections. But it's actually a list of some of the methods used by the Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, and other U.S. government groups to influence elections in other countries. If you think Russia is bad, the U.S. is much worse, according to a 2016 study by researcher Dove Levin from Carnegie Mellon University. Levin found that about one out of eight national elections worldwide, 117 out of 938 between 1946 and 2000, were manipulated or influenced in some way by the U.S. or Russia, or before that, the Soviet Union. Of the 117, the U.S. intervened in 81 of those, more than twice as many as Russia or the Soviet Union. And it's not just these two countries. Israel, China, Turkey, and France are among other countries that are documented meddlers. Iran held 52 U.S. hostages until just after the 1980 U.S. election, then released them all, possibly costing Jimmy Carter a second term as president. Some U.S. meddling has been in small countries like Iceland and Grenada, but other interventions were in political powerhouses, such as West Germany, India, Italy, and Brazil. Interference ranged from support for certain candidates or opposition to others to false stories in newspapers. That's right, fake news. Stickers and buttons for certain candidates, even suitcases full of cash for certain political parties or office seekers. In the case of the CIA, the intervention went further even to destabilizing or overthrowing seated governments. Iran, Guatemala, Chile, and Serbia are just a few of the countries where the CIA was involved. The CIA seemed unashamed of its roles in manipulating elections. One recently retired CIA agent, Stephen Hall, confirmed its election influence operations in a 2018 New York Times article adding, quote, and I hope we keep doing it, end quote. And historian Locke Johnson describes CIA techniques, quote, we've used posters, pamphlets, mailers, banners, you name it. We've planted false information in foreign newspapers, end quote. There's also the National Endowment for Democracy, which is often public in its grants to groups opposing a, a current government administration. One grant in 2006 went to an organization which employed Alexei Navalny, the most vocal opponent of current Russian President Vladimir Putin. In 2016, the NED gave 108 grants, totaling almost $7 million, to groups in Russia for purposes such as, quote, engaging activists, end quote. It's no wonder Putin wants to mess with our elections since the U.S. has been meddling in Russian politics for decades. Of course, there's plenty of homegrown manipulation as well, 
such as the Democratic Party's favoring of Hillary Clinton over Bernie Sanders in the 2016 primary, and the promotion of various conspiracy theories, such as the absurd rumor of Clinton being involved in a human human trafficking operation through a Washington, D.C. pizza restaurant. Finally, it's described as free speech, but there are plenty of elections bought as a result of wealthy individuals and organizations dumping large amounts of money into campaigns for national, state, and even local offices that make a fair contest almost impossible. Wouldn't it be nice to see publicly funded elections where each candidate got a small equal amount of money and voters could make a decision on a level playing field? How do you feel about the so-called threat of Russian meddling in the 2016 and 2018 elections, given how much election interference our own country has engaged in? I'm Larry Danzinger, wishing all elections could be based only on issues and small, equal amounts to each candidate.